0: From Sydney to Toronto to London, from New York to L.A., and all points around the globe, welcome to the My Buddy Butch Talk Show, coming to you from the sprawling MBB Radio Network Studios in the favorite vacation destination for seven people in the USA, Northeast Ohio, where we have our choice of any one of 11 sunny days each and every year. Now, call the dog, get the kids, feed the fish, and let The cat out here are the hosts of our show the man who wants to mow your lawn, Jeff Marginian, and the dog behind the man, our executive producer and everyone's buddy, Butch.
1: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the My Buddy Butch Radio Talk Show. I'm your host, Jeff Marginian, and we are here with the executive producer, Butch Marginian. And he's here pushing the buttons today, making sure that I'm staying on time with everything. Now you're catching us in the midst of our national dog show presented by Purina Coverage coming up Thanksgiving Day after the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade on NBC. And it's actually an NBC sports uh, show, dog shows, believe it or not, are sporting events. I didn't know if you knew that. I really kind of knew that, but... I, I didn't, you know what I mean? When I when I started realizing, hey, wait a minute, these are sporting events, so yeah, it is. It's actually a sporting event. But anyway, we got a great show for you, and uh, we have John O'Hurley, who is Jay Peterman from Seinfeld. Everybody knows who he is, and uh, he's also been on Dancing with the Stars and. TV game show host and everything. We're going to be talking with him a little bit about what he's got going on. Also, we have the second part of the interview with Wayne Ferguson, who is the president of the Kennel Club of Philadelphia, the hosting kennel club for the National Dog Show. And I think they're the second oldest kennel club in the country. And can you guess the the oldest? We're going to be talking with Uh, people from the oldest and be hosting their show, their dog show coming up after the first of the year. But I'm not going to tell you. We'll get to that. Uh, We have David Fry with us, and he is going to be talking about Angel on a Leash for our rescue segment of the week. Now, you know, okay, Angel on a Leash, if you don't know anything about them, you're going to want to hear this. This is uh, where they go to... Places like uh, the Ronald McDonald House, hospitals, places like that uh, for children. Now, okay, Rescue of the Week. Yeah, the reason that I wanted to put it in there is because there are a lot of deserving rescue dogs out there that will definitely be able to do therapy dog work. And there are a lot of rescue dogs um, that are doing therapy dog work, and we're going to have some of them on. In the coming weeks. Uh, just so if anybody's interested in doing that type of work, rescue dogs, some of them are perfect for this. Just perfect. Brings a smile to the kids and, and everybody else involved, and it makes you feel good in the process. Also, we have Dr. Donna Spector for our vet topic of the week. Okay, and we're gonna get into a little bit of news and some special announcements coming up here also. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. This uh, coming Thanksgiving, here we go. We're back to the National Dog Show again. I can't believe it's that time. Also, I want to shout out a little reminder for people, uh, dog license renewal. I just got Butch's dog license renewal in the mail. Going to have to renew that. A lot of places at the end of the year send them out. And this time of year around the country, everybody's doing that. So... In addition to that, microchip information too. Don't forget to go to wherever you have your microchip information for your pet and make sure it's updated. We'll be back with John O'Hurley right after this.
0: Jeff and Butch will be right back on the My Buddy Butch Talk Show.
2: Hi,
3: I'm Denise Fleck, animal care expert and author of four new pocket guides that will help you help your pets. Quick Find Books has developed a way to pack a whole lot of information into a small format so that you can quickly flip through the tabs on my books and find what you need. Dog First Aid and CPR and How to Take Care of Your Dog or Puppy will help you help your dog live a longer, happier, healthier life. And I've written similar guides for our feline friends. Get your copies at SunnyDogInc.com and be
4: prepared for the sake of your pet.
0: Boy, she's a lot of work.
4: If we could just find someone to help teach her the basics.
5: Yeah, like getting her house broken. Training is an essential part of turning a new puppy into a happy family member. Visit the American Kennel Club's website at www.akc.org to find local clubs and get advice on training and training classes. Message from the American Kennel Club.
1: John O'Hurley is the consummate actor, best-selling author, musician, TV personality, and the co-host... Of the National Dog Show presented by Purina, and quite the golfer, I understand. John, thanks for being with us this morning. Nice to be with you. <laughs> John, this is the ninth year of the National Dog Show presented by Purina, and I believe that it's it's your eighth year as a co-host with David Fry. Actually,
6: no, I've been I've been I've been with it since the inception.
1: Since oh so. uh,
6: yeah, I was uh, David and I did the, the inaugural one nine years ago, and uh, we're. We've become something of, of a legacy for NBC now at, uh, on this uh, great day of Thanksgiving.
1: Oh, that's for sure. It's quite. It's become a tradition along with yes,
6: the Yeah, we really have a lot of fun with it. And I think it's also a great piece of television program because it, it appeals to everybody. It's not, it's not, a, it's not a sport where uh, that, uh, if you like football, you like it, and if you don't like football, you don't want to watch it. This is something. There's something there for everybody. Everybody loves their dogs.
1: Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. You and David have become very, very good friends over these past nine years. Mm -hmm. And every year leading up to this, do you still get excited looking forward to it?
6: Oh, we do, because every show is different. Uh, And this is going to be a a wonderful show this year. We have... uh... We're introducing six new breeds uh, to the lineup, which uh, is always exciting when you're, because you're including people in a, in a whole following of uh, a particular breed that have never had a chance to show their their special breeds off. We have six of them this year, the most we've ever done. Additionally, we have a parallel contest that we're running, um, and it's for the everyday dog, and that is um, the Purina pet-centric um, Uh, dog show photo contest that they're doing. You can go to Petcentric.com, and you can download a a photo of your mixed breed or your rescue, just that everyday dog that sits down with you on the couch. And you can download the photo. and We'll have a competition in five different areas, the best expression, uh, best athlete, best troublemaker, uh, the most (laughs) lovable. And then the final category will be the best John O'Hurley lookalike, believe it or
1: not. That's great. That's great.
6: Uh, that'll be on PetCentric.com, which is the great dog site to go for information and, and also to have a lot of fun.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. We'll have all that information up on our After Show blog. People can click through to get to that. Mm-hmm. And Mary Carrillo's joining you and David this year.
6: Yeah, she's uh, going to be doing the, the color work backstage, and it's a very colorful arena back there. If you can imagine mm-hmm. that one, do- one, jaw, one dog changes the energy in the room, you can imagine what happens when you've got 2,000.
1: <laughs> that 's for sure that 's for sure now how has the show grown since you guys began this
6: well uh, it's it 's grown and certainly the number of uh, we probably have twelve additional breeds now that uh, that we 've had over the nine years uh, that that' uh, were not recognized before but now have a place in the uh, in the registry um, The show has become much much bigger and it is the, well, one of the top three um, dog shows in the world right now along right along with Westminster and also the London show
1: oh fantastic yeah the uh the Crufts show Mm -hmm. and okay how much have you learned during this period of time
6: quite a bit I I knew nothing of dogs or dog show when (laughs) I started off totally a fight and um, fortunately David was there to answer all my questions but that really was the purpose of it I because so many people watching while they were fans of their personal breed really had no idea how, how a dog show worked as well. So,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, through the, throughout this period of time here, you're now a best-selling author. You've written a couple of books related to life with dogs and everything. Mm-hmm. Tell, us, tell us a little about your experience with pets throughout your life.
6: Well, we've all, I've, I've lived in a family that always had a dog ever since I can remember. Even at the age of three and four, we always had one. We had a little. Our first dog was named Taffy and was a little um, little dachshund, mm-hmm. uh, and have had several since then. In fact, it's very difficult for me to think of a time in my life when we didn't have a dog. Mm-hmm. But I've uh, I, it's been they've, they've you know always kind of you know marked the great periods of my life. I can always go back and remember the dog that was standing next to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've been very, very important to me. And, and that was really the, the, the premise behind the book is that the, the closeness that you have with your animal gives you the ability to, if you care, carefully observe them, teach you many of life lessons from them.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And the titles of both books?
6: The uh, the first book is entitled "It's Okay to Miss the Bed on the First Jump" and the other life lessons I've learned from my dogs, (laughs) and the second book was called uh, "Before Your Dog Can Eat Your Homework, First You Have to Do It," (laughs) and those were little lessons on manhood written from um, one of my dogs to my my uh, my infant son.
1: Uh, Okay. Hey, you know, John, people have come to love you not only as you know Mr. J. Peterman on Seinfeld, but also as you know, host the Family Feud, Dancing with the Stars, just a list of credits that that are way too long to even get into here, and your many voiceovers. Mm -hmm. What are you up to now and and going into the future here?
6: I have just spent uh, uh, most of the summer on Broadway in the musical uh, Chicago, Mm -hmm. Uh, and I'm waiting right now uh, to know if I'm going to go back to Broadway in the spring for a long-term run in another musical. I have uh, a brand-new show in development over at Fox,
7: uh-huh. uh, a
6: television show. And, uh, and then aside from that, what keeps me going during the day is that I have uh, an energy company that uh, has a particular technology that can take any form of waste and turn it into large amounts of energy, uh, electricity or biodiesel, and, uh, mm-hmm. and it does so without emitting any emissions. So it's a, it's a pretty fascinating technology with limitless applications. So that's been keeping me pretty busy as well.
1: Fantastic you've been in acting and you've done this, you know, all your life. And this is what you wanted to get into, uh, since you were young. Mm -hmm. One of the things that, uh, that we try to do here on the show is, is give youngsters and people wanting to get into acting, uh, young people, some advice and, and things like that in various different types of careers what would you... Uh, you've been so successful at it. What would you uh, give uh, as advice to a young person that wants to get into acting or television, film, that type of thing?
6: Well, my, my, my pat answer to that is train. Um, excellence always finds a way to surface. Um, mm-hmm. If you're excellent at something, it will surface. But you have to train. Unfortunately, in, in, in the world of entertainment, people just want to be famous. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they... Uh, they think that that's enough to do, and unfortunately, we have a reality uh, television platform in, in our country that will support that for a while. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, to be you know, if you want to be a good working actor in uh, in the business of entertainment, you have to study, and mm-hmm. you've got to learn your craft—singing, uh, acting, dancing, everything. You got to learn it all, or um, you know, it, you can't have a, you can't have an enduring career without having established those talents.
1: Mm-hmm. And that naturally leads you into many things. You're a Renaissance man. You have so many things going on and you do them also well. Okay. Uh one of the things is uh you know, giving back. That's another thing. Uh you're, the the charity work and those types of things that you do. Talk a little bit about that.
6: Well, I have uh several charities I, I work with specifically. Uh the one that takes most of my time is a group called Golfers Against Cancer, and the principle behind it is to have kind of a Wall Street approach to, to um, uh, helping uh, solve cancer. We take uh, all of the money that is donated, every penny of it. We have no administration or, or we have nothing but volunteers. Um, all of the money that is donated goes directly towards funding the seed ideas, the research ideas, Mm -hmm. Uh, we get the money right away to them. They don't have to worry about waiting two or three years for the government to get around. We get them the money in two or three weeks. So we're funding the best ideas in cancer research and hoping that they get to the next level. And if they do, then everybody wants to fund them. But just those initial ideas, sometimes it takes $50,000 or $100,000 to get a good idea off the ground. Mm -hmm. And, uh, that's, that's been our purpose and it's been our success. We've done, we've funded over, uh, um, 400 separate uh, projects over the, over the years and um, have uh, with $20 million that we've raised. So it's, it's, we have an incredible success rate.
1: John, it's always great to talk to you. I look forward to seeing you. Best of luck with the show this year and everything that you have going on.
6: Thank you. Good to talk to you. You're listening to
0: the My Buddy Butch Talk Show on the MBB Radio Network. <laughs>
1: The longest-running citizen science survey in the world, the Audubon Society's annual Christmas bird count will take place from December 14, 2010 to January 5, 2011. Tens of thousands of volunteers throughout North America will brave winter weather to add a new layer to over a century's worth of data. This year, many eyes are going to be on the Gulf Coast. The oil has stopped flowing, but the Gulf disaster is still unfolding for people and nature in that area. Your support will help fund Audubon's work to aid the birds and wildlife and to meet the long-term challenge of restoring a devastated Gulf of Mexico ecosystem. Check out the Audubon Society's website at audubon.org A-U-D-U-B-O-N.org see how you can help. Wayne Ferguson, he's the president of the Kennel Club of Philadelphia which is actually the national dog show presented by Purina on NBC Thanksgiving Day after the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Wayne
2: Ferguson, thanks for being with us. Hey, thanks so much for having me. It's wonderful <laughs> to be back.
1: Yes, and Wayne's been with us before. Let's talk a little bit about Sadie last year.
2: Oh, she was just magnificent. Beautiful Scottish Terrier.
1: Uh-huh. And she had quite a run because she won there. Then she, I think she was, was she at the Yukonuba Championship?
2: She was, and she swept that as well.
1: Yeah, and then Westminster this year. Triple crown. She sure did. She had quite a run uh, for herself. And also, uh, there's other dogs in the past that we've discussed, like Rufus, who who was also kind of a triple crown winner there, Um, uh, the Bull Terrier.
2: Ulter was so happy to have Rufus back this year with us on uh, the Thanksgiving show. Everyone will be able to see him. He uh, is uh, the major star, and he always draws a a big crowd. You know, he's a therapy dog now. Yeah. Uh, He he visits uh, rest homes and uh, convalescent care centers, and he just lights up everyone's life. He's an amazing, amazing dog.
1: You know, and he's doing, I think he's doing a lot for the breed to dispel... Some of the bad uh, press, I think, that the Bull Terrier has gotten.
2: Yeah, and you're right. And you just have to be near Rufus for a couple seconds and you know that that demeanor and his personality is so wonderful.
1: Uh-huh. He's he, amazing
2: with, with children, by the way.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And he's, he's, not, he's not dainty.
2: <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> Now the good news is about the show. We have six new breeds. I don't know whether you know that. Oh
1: yes, we're yes.
2: Lucky, we're lucky to have six new breeds, and they're so diverse. Um, two from the working group, which is the uh, which are the Leonberger and the Cane Corso. Uh-huh. Cane Corso is from Spain. The Leonberger is from Germany. Two wonderful working dogs. A spaniel entry this year is the Boykin Spaniel. Uh-huh and two coonhounds, the blue tick coonhound and the redbone coonhound. Wow. And the last one is the Icelandic sheepdog and those dogs they landed in Iceland uh, with the with the Vikings many many years ago.
1: It's amazing.
2: They really are. It's a beautiful breed and you'll be able to see them of course on television.
1: Uh-huh. Absolutely. And that's part of the part of the excitement I think is, you know, People are going to get to see a lot of different breeds that they don't see walking up and down their streets.
2: And you know the beauty of a bench show is that you walk into the arena at 7.30 in the morning and those dogs will be on the bench until 4 in the afternoon. Now I have to qualify that they can leave the bench as many times as they want to relieve themselves and to be walked outside on our grass. Uh, areas, Uh but they come right back in and they're there so the crowds can see them and understand what a Shetland Sheepdog is, talk to the owners, a St. Bernard, get to feel them up sometimes and it's wonderful. And the owners are very, very gracious in allowing uh, the people to touch them and and also to uh, explain what the breed is like.
1: What's the most important not important. What's the most exciting part of doing these shows for you?
2: I think watching the children Jeff when they come in <laughs> and watching the expressions on their face and uh, you know they they just they, they come in with expectations and we try to meet them all. There's nothing w- more wonderful than dogs and children together and at the Kennel Club of Philadelphia for those two days Saturday and Sunday we we certainly managed to accomplish that.
1: Well, I'll tell you, Wayne, you know, it's always such a pleasure to talk to you. I've learned so much from you, um, just listening to you and, uh, you know, our conversation that we had in the past. And, uh, you know, I look forward to, to a lot more. I'd like to have you on the show more as we move forward. And I'm looking forward to seeing you in Philadelphia.
2: It'll be my pleasure. Thank Thank, you, buddy.
1: Hey, thanks for being with us. You bet. Take care. Wayne Ferguson is always such a great guy to talk to. Look forward to talking to him again in the future. He's the voice that you hear behind uh, all the dog shows on TV announcing the breeds. So we'll be back after this. You're listening to the My Buddy Butch
0: Talk Show on the MBB Radio Network. (laughs) Every year more than 4,000 people die and 20,000 are injured in fires across the country. 300 of these deaths tragically involve children under the age of five.
3: Did you know that two thirds of fires that kill children younger than five are in homes that do not have a smoke alarm? Smoke alarms save lives and they should be placed on every floor
4: and in every bedroom of a home.
0: Fire deaths are preventable, so USFA and CPSC or working together to help reduce fire-related deaths. Fires occur every day in every community. Families need to be prepared. Have a fire escape plan, know where to meet, and parents and caregivers should help get the children out of the house.
3: And have a working smoke alarm. If it is more than 10 years old, get a new one. Check the batteries twice a year and make sure to change them at least once a year.
0: Take action and plan today.
3: It may just save a life tomorrow. It's the My Buddy Butch Radio Talk Show with your host Jeff Marginian and
6: Butch. (laughs) Imagine that.
1: (laughs) Butch at mybuddybutch.com is the email address. Send us your emails, send us some questions. If you have a question for one of our events or one of the contributors, we'll definitely get that to them. Now, also the Chronicle at mbbradio.com, lower right hand side of the webpage. You can sign up for the free. Newsletter Catch you up on all the uh, stuff that's on the shows. And uh, MyBuddyButch.com, the after show blog. Now, we also have our Thursday night My Buddy Butch Extra that has a little news and index of what is coming up on the shows. So, on the other side of this break, we have David Fry, and we're going to be talking about Angels on a Leash.
0: Jeff and Butch will be right back on the My Buddy Butch Talk Show.
3: figure out if health insurance is a good choice for you and your pets, consider the following three questions. Number one, what are your financial resources? A new puppy or kitten means expenditure of several hundred dollars for examinations, vaccinations, deworming, heartworm preventive, and spay or neuter surgery. The second question, are you inclined to take the do everything possible approach when it comes to treatment? And question number three is what best suits your peace of mind will you sleep better at night knowing that no matter what happens insurance will allow you to pay for excellent top-of-the-line care now use the answers to these three questions to determine if pet health insurance makes good sense hey
1: everyone this is jeff marginian of my buddy butch hey i was lucky enough to have this little guy enter my life through a series of events that i never would have guessed i also wouldn't guess that i'd be waking up with the business end of a boston terrier in my face at this point in my life either (laughs) We've had our ups and downs through it all, but you know, all things considered, I wouldn't trade my little buddy for the world, and I encourage all of you to think about adopting a pet also. I've learned a lot about patience, unconditional love, and myself in the process of caring for Butch. So if you're interested in reading, and you want to know more about our little adventure that Butch and I are having... (laughs) You can pick up a copy of my book, My Buddy Butch, Confessions of a New Dog Dad, online everywhere and in stores, and of course, at MyBuddyButch.com, where it's also available in ebook format.
3: Nutrition is always the basis of good, sound care for any animal, and that is why we at Aspen Bloom Pet Care... Offer special nutritional consultations for those desiring guidance in integrating natural dog care into the life of their dogs. And you can pick up a copy of Dr. Kim Bloomer's book, co-authored with holistic veterinarian Dr. Jill Elliott, Whole Health for Happy Dogs, for an easy step-by-step guide to natural dog care. Aspen Bloom Pet Care, seeing your pet's good health bloom. Go to www.aspenbloompetcare.com.
6: Johnny O from Rescue Link Unleashed on National Geographic Channel, and you'll listen to the My Buddy Butch Radio Talk Show.
7: Some students are tackling more than just their schoolwork, which is why more than 30% of them aren't graduating. But with a boost from you, 100% of them will have a better chance to make it to graduation. Go to boostup.org to find out how to give the high school students in your community the boost they need to make it through. Brought to you by the U.S. Army and the Ad Council.
3: Hi, this is Dr. Jeannie Thomason from The Whole Dog. The health of our canine companions is just as important to me as it is to you and my mission is to help my clients learn about their dog's needs regarding nutrition and care, helping them to achieve balance and maintaining or restoring good health through my consultations. Do you question if your dog's nutrition is adequate? Does your dog have physical or emotional problems that you would like to address with alternative therapies but you don't know quite where to start? Maybe you're looking for natural products, but you're a little bit confused by the huge variety on the market. Or maybe you have a new puppy and you just want to start it out on the right paw. Come to www.TheWholeDog.org and set up a consultation today.
4: Boy, she's a lot of work.
0: I don't think we were prepared for this when we decided to have her.
4: If we could just find someone to help teach her the basics.
5: Yeah, like getting her house broken. Naturally curious and eager to learn, puppies can't teach themselves. Visit the American Kennel Club's website at www.akc.org to find local clubs and get advice on training and training classes, and help your puppy become the very best she can be. A message from the American Kennel Club, and new puppies everywhere.
7: Ranger Station, Ranger Speaker. Yeah, hi. I'd like to report a bear sighting. Location? Uh, in the woods, just outside of town. Oh, not surprising. You've got your home. Bears have theirs. Yeah, but see, this wasn't just any bear. This bear was wearing jeans and a hat, as in a smoky bear. Jeans and a hat, that's definitely smoky. What exactly did he have to say? Well, we were about to head home, you know, after having a bonfire. Oh, I can guess where this is going. Right, right. See, Smokey told me the fire wasn't actually out. He said if it's too hot to touch, it's too hot to leave. That's true. Did you know that 9 out of 10 wildfires are caused by humans, that means 9 out of 10 wildfires can be prevented. Wow. No kidding? I'm a forest ranger. We never kid. Sorry. (laughs) That that was a joke. Oh. Get your Smokey on. If you see someone in danger of starting a wildfire, step in and make a difference, because 9 out of 10 wildfires are caused by humans. Brought to you by Smokey Bear, the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Only you can prevent wildfires
0: and now the my buddy butch rescue shelter of the week helping to save deserving pets from around the usa and canada
1: all right i'm talking with david fry and he is the co-host and expert analyst for the national dog show presented by purina and david is also david you're the director of marketing for uh, westminster correct
5: I'm the director of communications is my official oh. title. Uh, I've been uh, in that position for eight years now, and uh, I've done their television as the as the co-host on that telecast since 1990. So this will be my 22nd year of doing Westminster.
1: Okay, fantastic. And one of the things that we want to discuss uh, today is angel, the Angel on a Leash program. You were instrumental in, in starting that. You have a lot of great people. Uh Working with you. I know you you make a lot of visits and and bring some happiness to some people and, and Kids who are, are having a very difficult time in life. Tell us tell us a little bit about the, A little bit more about angel on a leash and some of the things that you've been up to
5: well angel on a leash had its, its beginnings as a charitable activity for the Westminster Kennel Club and uh, it grew grew so quickly, we decided to make it its own independent 501c3 charity. And mm-hmm. uh, we advocate for therapy dogs in healthcare facilities uh, across the country. We have uh, facilities partners in about 10 different places. And uh, we're working to get dogs into a healthcare facility where they can help people uh, with the healing process, help people feel good, just make people smile. We'll settle for that. But mm-hmm. uh, it ranges from. Uh, children's hospitals to extended care to uh, the great cancer center here in New York City, uh, Memorial Sloan Kettering, Mm -hmm. Ronald McDonald houses a couple of places around the country in children's hospitals, including the Morgan Stanley Children's Hospital here in New York.
1: You know, this is something you do regularly, right?
5: Well, I volunteer myself. I'm the guy on the end of the leash. My dog's doing the work, but... uh... Uh, Angel, my Cavalier, and I go every Monday night to, to Sloan Kettering, and we uh, visit the uh, women's health center, the women's health floor, and uh, and visit with the women who are there for surgeries or treatments or checkups. And then uh, on Tuesdays, we, uh, Angel and I, and Grace, my fifteen-month-old Brittany, who's just getting started, we visit at the Ronald McDonald House,
7: oh, okay. which is a
5: little bit different population and. The pokes and the prods and the body slams are all absorbed by both of the dogs from the kids there. But uh, it's a it's a wonderful feeling to know that you're you're helping somebody uh, feel better, whether it's uh, just getting them to smile or getting them to talk. Uh, I can't tell you how many times a parent has said to me, "That's the first time she's smiled since she's been here." Wow! Um, that's and and we, we have this little saying at the Ronald McDonald House that. When, when a child is sick, the parents are sick too, so mm-hmm. uh, when you can make the child smile, you're probably making the parents smile too, and it, it's a, a great thing all
4: around. It's worth the time and effort, it's wonderful. Oh,
1: most definitely, and, and you know, it, it has to fill their heart a little bit to, to give them, you know, at least a little ray of sunshine. You know, they're going through such a difficult time, and to see the dogs come in and the kids smile move around a little bit perhaps talk and maybe even giggle a little bit uh, probably does an enormous amount to to reduce the stress and everything that that they're all under well we'll
5: accept that you know anybody that has a dog knows intuitively that interacting with a dog makes you feel better petting <laughs> the dog when you get home from a tough day at work <laughs> yeah, or whatever well, uh-huh. But now the science is catching up to it the, the science is showing that interacting with a dog lowers your blood pressure Yeah. interacting with a dog lowers your heart rate interacting with right. a dog increases the flow of endorphins in your system, the good hormones that make you feel good. And those are all things that, that for the moment, they're, they're helpful. Sure. Uh, we're not out there. We, we don't claim to make any, work any miracles. Mm-hmm. We're living in the moment, and that's what dog why dogs are so good at it, because they live in the moment, too. And they can bring that to a child or a family or a senior or somebody who's, uh, who's in need. And uh, it just is, a, is good thing, uh, a good thing all around for wherever we go.
1: Absolutely. Now, where can people find you on the Internet?
5: Well, we're at angelonaleash.org. Mm-hmm. Uh, Angel's uh, relationship is with facilities, but we help people uh, get certified and, and evaluated and registered as therapy dog teams. Uh, mostly through the Delta Society, which is Mm deltasociety.org. We'll help you find a place uh, where you can visit if you don't have a place in mind already. But mostly we want to teach people about uh, this wonderful activity. You know, we talk about it all the time. I say, somebody says, let's go out for dinner tonight. I say, you know, I I haven't been home all week for my dog. I want to spend some time with my dog. So what this does, it gives you an activity that you can do with your dog. And and feel good about it. You're doing some good in your community, and and uh, I think you're you're accomplishing a couple of different things when you're when you're visiting. And not only for the people that you visit, but for yourself and your dog.
1: Sure. And you know, a lot of people. We get a lot of emails. We get a lot of phone calls. You know, people asking for activities and things they can get involved with. And oh, I can't do flyball, and I can't do this or that. And and we do suggest, hey, you know. Uh, Get a canine uh, CGC certificate from uh, a trainer and go to some of these places around here. There are a lot of organizations you can get involved with, Angel on a Leash, uh, the Delta Society. These are places where people can, can do activities with their dog and enjoy the time that they're spending together
5: it's a it's a wonderful thing to do not only for yourself and your dog but for the people that you touch
1: well alright david hey you know it's always great to talk to you um, you know you, I know you're doing so many great things with angel on a leash and clone kettering the ronald mcdonald house you're a great example
5: thank you I, I do want to deflect a little bit to the dogs you know i'd say that i'm just the guy on the end of the leash i'm the one who gets them there but they've got to be they've got to enjoy it and they've got to be good at it uh, for us to accomplish anything so uh, I just thank my dogs every day for letting me be that guy on <laughs> the end of the leash. That's what it's all about.
1: <laughs> That's great, David. That's cool. All right, all your information is going to be up on our after show blog at mybuddybutch.com and mbbradio.com. David, look forward to talking to you again. All
5: right, guys, thank you. I look forward to seeing you somewhere down the road. We love your pet
0: almost as much as you do here on the My Buddy Butch Talk Show.
1: You can become a sponsor of Angel on a Leash by going to their website, angelonaleash.org, and click on Become a Sponsor. Because don't forget, not all medicine comes in a bottle. It's time
0: for the My Buddy Butch Vet Topic of the Week, investigating the best pet care from coast to coast.
1: Okay, we're here with Dr. Donna Spector, and she is one of the leading consultants veterinarians in the country. She's been working for many years and has her own consulting practice, SpecterDVM.com. Dr. Donna, it's great to have you with us again.
3: Thanks so much. It's nice to be here.
1: Well, I think that it's nicer to have you (laughs) here with
7: us.
1: (laughs) You know, I'll tell you what, I was thinking about you a couple of weeks ago. Butch is now six years old and Butch can catch a squirrel On a flat-out run, he's kind of in his prime, I imagine, at six for a Boston Terrier, wouldn't you say? I would say so. Okay, so he's king of everything around here. So he decides he is going to take a look around the yard. Well, I saw him take off, and I knew exactly what that meant. There's a squirrel somewhere. Unfortunately, this squirrel was running from one tree to the next, and Butch wouldn't allow that to happen, (laughs) Uh, and he dispatched him with extreme prejudice. Okay. Yep. Now, I'm watching him, and in the past, when he was younger, he was trained well enough that he would give me whatever it was that he had just, you know, ransacked, and I would dispose of it. But now, we are in a situation where Butch decides that he doesn't have to give it back to me. Why should I give it back to him? Because, you know, we're both, I think, going to be 49 years old at the same time. Yes, exactly. Or something like that. Anyway.
3: You're not the boss of him.
1: That's, well, yeah, it's getting to be that point. You know how that works. So I'm sitting there watching him rip the entrails out of this thing. When I approach him, you know, he'll grab the whole thing and scamper further away. But I'm thinking to myself, okay, you know, people feed raw diets. Dogs, you know. They eat meat. They eat innards and all that other crazy stuff, and that is probably okay. However, I thought this is a city squirrel, not right. a country squirrel. What possibly could be some of the issues if this squirrel had heartworm or this squirrel had rabies or any right. of the other diseases? That can these pass to Butch?
3: Yeah, I mean, you you bring up a great a great point. It is. I will tell you that that many times, small mammals, so the chipmunks, the you know chipmunks, rabbits, and all, and um, squirrels, etc., and rodents, particularly mice, rats, that our pets may be in, in very interested in. They are. They can be reservoirs of disease. What that means is they carry a disease, but they don't show clinical signs of it. So they may be infected, or you know carrying a certain bacteria. They may carry a certain virus. But you would never know because they're not sick from it. So in the process of the scuffle, uh, you know, if they bite or scratch your pet, uh-huh. or if your pet eats, you know, especially like the nervous system, you know, if they get a hold of certain areas of that of that uh, rodent uh-huh. or a mammal, I mean, they certainly can be capable of spreading disease. Uh-huh. Now you're absolutely right. You know, these are you, you made the distinction between a city squirrel and a and a uh, a country squirrel. Uh-huh as urban environments have cropped up, you know, and we keep expanding into the country, you know, the, we see more wildlife now in cities. Sure. And they're just like, you know, they're, in, they're affected by water sources and human contamination, and you know, so it's not uncommon to see intestinal parasites. Oh. Um, raccoons carry horrible roundworms, they can carry giardia, you know, all, squirrels, the, the, those animals can all carry intestinal parasites. Mm-hmm. Um, if, peop, if your pet people become exposed to that through a zoonosis, you know, it can cause damage to eyes, the central nervous system. I mean, there's just all sorts of nasty things that can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, lepto. Have you heard of leptospirosis? Oh, my
1: goodness, yes. There's a so big... Go ahead.
3: Mammals, you know, I mean, rodents are carry lepto asymptomatically, so you'd never know, but rodents and raccoons, mammals are a big source of lepto. That's where our dogs get it.
1: Mm-hmm actually we just wrote we just had a uh, an article on an outbreak of lepto mm-hmm. here in northeast ohio yep and that made the national news and that's up yep. actually on our mbb uh, network news scroll mm-hmm. uh, that people can see on the site but go ahead this is well, very interesting
3: it, another thing that worries me maybe more than the infectious agents
1: mm-hmm.
3: uh, because yes they can be exposed to rabies although the small mammals are not the most Prone to have rabies. They can. They can carry it. Mm-hmm. Um, the lepto, the salmonella, the rabies, the intestinal parasites, those are all real concerns. Mm-hmm. But the biggest thing that worries me and that we see fairly commonly is, again, people are finding these pests, these rodents and what have you, and so they're putting out rat bait. They're putting out poisons yeah. to kill the squirrels, to kill the rodents, and that, you know, that may be what slows those animals down a little bit. And if a dog or cat ingests an animal that's affected by rat bait, I mean, that, that can be an exposure, um, you know, can kill dogs and cats. And we see that all the time, you know, a a pet owner uh, brings in a dog and, you know, they have signs of rat bait toxicity and, you know, and it's because they've eaten uh, a rodent, you know, a few days prior.
1: Oh yeah. Chipmunk or anything, you know, and, and the thing is the owner might not, well, there's no rat baits around my neighborhood. But yeah, it could
3: have eaten rat bait six houses down. Sure. And the rat got to your house, and the dog ate the rat, and, yep. and is now sick. Absolutely, you know, life-threatening. So that's what I worry about. You know, with with um, you know ingestion of of wildlife. But you know, your concern one you mentioned heartworm disease, and that certainly is not a concern no. with spread of this in this manner. It would not be a concern. And rabies is even pretty minimal because rabies is usually spread. You know, raccoons certainly can spread it, skunks, bats, foxes. Those are the big ones. Sure. Interestingly, woodchucks, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. But, but so if Butch starts, you know, hunting down a raccoon, then I'd be concerned. Yeah. But the small mammals don't usually carry rabies, so that's not a huge concern. But these other things are the lepto and, and mm-hmm. you know, some of the other bacterial infections and in the uh, intestinal parasites, even ticks. A oh, lot yeah. of small mammals carry ticks, which we know can carry Lyme, other infectious diseases. They can have lice. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, things you wouldn't want your pet
1: to be <laughs> exposed to. No, and well, how about if they would ingest a tick?
3: Mm-hmm. That that's not a problem.
1: No, can the no. tick latch on on the inside, or they're pretty much <laughs> under their, yeah, they no. out of their? they're out of out their, their element. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna say. That's what I was gonna
3: say. Stomach acid does a number on a tick per, really quickly. Oh, good, good. Yeah, so well, it's that. not ingestion in those situations is not. But again, if the if a dog is in that environment, I mean, I guess that's another big thing is if your animal. um Overall, it's a fairly unlikely cause of disease exposure. Eating a rodent or an animal and getting a disease. But what it means is, if there are, you know, if that disease is in your environment, um, your dog can just come into contact with it because, say, the rodents can. Um, contaminate water with like their urine and that's the way lepto can spread so your dog doesn't have to eat a rodent to get lepto if that rodent is carrying lepto in that area it you know it contaminates a water puddle your dog is in the water that can be a lepto exposure so you know keeping pets confined from wildlife is a good idea
1: he just chased a deer with two fawns out out of our yard about a month ago Now, we're relatively close to the country, but this, you know, the city I'm in has been here for, you know, a hundred years.
3: Right, but they're moving from other areas.
1: That's right. Tell everybody where they can find you on the Internet.
3: They can find me at www.spectordvm.com.
4: Hi, NBA forward Kevin Durant from the Oklahoma City Thunder. Here with Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck to remind you to get moving every day.
2: Because when you get moving an hour a day,
4: you'll have more energy to do the things you'd like to do.
2: And that's a slam dunk. Whether you like to shoot hoops like me, skateboard, ride a bike, or dance in your roof, just move it your way. For an hour a day. Because moving every day puts you on the offense towards a stronger you. And that makes you part of a winning team. I couldn't have said it better myself, Bugs. So be a player. Be a player. Get up, play, and move it your way. Check out how to be a player at letsmove.gov. Head online to get tips on great ways to get moving every day. You said it. At www.letsmove.gov. Let's hear that one more time, Doc. That's www.letsmove.gov. A message from the Ad Council and HHS.
1: All right, we got a lot more to cover, so stay with us until after these messages. Now here's a quick word from the Consumer Product Safety Council.
4: I'm Patty Davis. Winter weather has arrived in much of the country. In order to stay safe at home during the cold weather months, make sure you have a professional inspection of all your fuel-burning appliances to guard against fires and carbon monoxide poisoning. Between 2003 and 2005, CPSC estimates there was an annual average of more than 378,000 fires and 2,700 deaths from fires in homes. Cooking equipment accounts for the largest percentage of fires at home. Home heating and cooling equipment, including furnaces, chimneys, and space heaters, accounts for the most deaths. A few tips from CPSC. Keep an eye on your cooking and stay in the kitchen when you're cooking. If you're using a space heater in your home, make sure it's at least three feet away from bedding, curtains, furniture, and other flammable materials. Never go to sleep with a space heater turned on. In addition to having an annual inspection of your fuel burning appliances, install smoke alarms on every level of your home, inside each bedroom, and outside each sleeping area. If you already have smoke alarms, make sure they have fresh batteries and are working properly. Have your flue and chimney inspected to check if the chimney is cracked, blocked, or coated with creosote. Keep the fireplace damper open until all ashes are cool. To protect against carbon monoxide poisoning, install a CO alarm outside each sleeping area. You can find more home heating safety tips as well as information about recalls announced by CPSC at www.cpsc.gov.
7: Some students are tackling more than just their schoolwork, which is why more than 30% of them aren't graduating. But with a boost from you, 100% of them will have a better chance to make it to graduation. Go to boostup.org to find out how to give the high school students in your community the boost they need to make it through. Brought to you by the U.S. Army and the Ad Council. This is the My Buddy Butch Talk Show, live from Bora Bora.
3: The balance of a pet's digestive system can be upset by many things. When the delicate balance of good and bad bacteria is disrupted, it is not uncommon for pets to have signs of soft stool or diarrhea. Pets regularly fed prebiotics and probiotics have been proven to experience less digestive upset and have more regular, normal bowel movements. Prebiotics are special forms of fiber that, when eaten, support the health and good bacteria in the intestine. Probiotics are actually live. Live bacteria that when eaten by pets help to restore bacterial balance in the intestine. Talk to your veterinarian about the prebiotic and probiotic supplements that are best for your pet.
1: And that message was from Dr. Donna Spector. She's one of our regular contributors here on My Buddy Butch. And you can see more from her at SpectorDVM.com. Mm-hmm and gentlemen it's now time for news and announcements okay we are going to be in philadelphia for the national dog show uh, next week and we're really looking forward to that that's going to be a one tank trip well two tank four tank trip (laughs) for us okay so we're looking forward to seeing everybody over there if you see us walking around in the benching area come and say hello and we'll put you on the air. We'll interview you. We're going to be interviewing people uh, for next, next week's show. Okay. And that show um, will have, uh, I believe, David Fry again. We're going to have some comments from David and from John O'Hurley also. And uh, we're going to try and get catch up with Mary Carrillo now. A couple of other additional announcements. Uh, I'm home for the holidays. Campaign is still going on. And you can check them out at I'm Home 4, the number 4, the holidays. They also have a great Facebook page. You can catch that on our After Show blog. Uh, Also, Banfield and Meals on Wheels, their Seasons of Supper. Dr. Jennifer Jellison was here with us talking about that. That's going to be going on uh, for a while yet through the holidays. That's a great program that... uh, you can, you can donate actually at the Banfield in pet, uh, lo, pet smart locations around the country, so over 750 of them, or 760 of them. And uh, you can donate and see to it that you know the elderly, the people who can't get around, uh, that have pets can make sure that their pets are well fed also. And I really like that program. I think that's a, a, an outstanding program as well as the IMS program also. Uh, trying to don—they're trying to donate. <laughs> they're trying to uh, not only donate. They are going to donate f- uh, food to shelters, but they're also trying to adopt over a million pets this year. So you might want to check that out, also. And mbbradio.com is the website. At the top, you can catch the blog tab, and that'll take you to our news blog and also the after-show blog that has all the links. For all the guests and information that we have here on the show, and the news blog has the uh, up the latest and greatest updates on newsworthy stuff for our particular site, uh, including recalls. Okay, now there's also a recall tab that you can go to through our links page, and the uh, we have the uh, food recalls, you know, human food and pet food recalls through the FDA. And we also have the Consumer Consumer Protection Agency. They also have breaking news and recent recalls for products and toys and things that you might be buying in the stores for the holidays. Uh, As I said, not to mention the FDA food recalls, which is very important this time of year because everybody's out there uh, buying things that you wouldn't normally buy during the holidays. Uh, for guests and people, you don't want anybody getting sick. Least of which are animals uh, getting sick also. And uh, we have a lot of other great things coming up here in the month of December. We're going to be talking about the uh, Hallmark movies coming up, and uh, they're they're always great for the holidays. Martha Stewart is now also on the Hallmark Channel, so we're hoping we can get a few good interviews with those good folks there. Also. Um uh, dick rolf from the dove foundation he's going to be with us to talk about the movies that are being released uh for the holiday season and there's some really good ones out there and movies are really expensive these days my gosh i just looked the other day 11.50 to get into a movie i couldn't believe it i couldn't believe it i'm gonna to have to go for a matinee maybe i'll collect some aluminum cans but MyBuddyButch.com is the website and MBBRadio.com. Looking forward to being in Philadelphia. Also, don't forget to sign up for The Chronicle, our newsletter. So, everybody take care, be safe, and we will see you next time. Join us again next time right here. And please visit us at
0: MyBuddyButch.com for more information and the best after-show blog in the world. All content of the show is the property of the Gemar Entertainment Corporation and may not be rebroadcast in any form without expressed written consent from Gemar
3: Entertainment. Goodbye for now, and please watch your step. (laughs)